Yeah, welcome to another episode of Mr. Z and Fifth with your host, Zacchaeus and the Fifth General. What up, man? What up? It was good, good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a pleasure to be here, man, for sure. All right, man. Yeah, we, we, man. We're going to try to get into a couple things, man. Uh, spoiler alert for anybody who's seen the movie, The Harder They Fall on Netflix. You know, spoiler alert, because we might spoil some things. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. you know, we're going to talk about the movie and other things as far as black, black Hollywood and, you know, certain genres of movies that we do and stuff like that. And also kind of give a perspective on maybe something that we probably should have seen in a movie that we didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. let me let me start it off right. OK, so this movie been out eh, like beginning of November, right? I'd probably say the beginning, yeah, of, November. beginning of the beginning of November, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um you know, right after uh Netflix uh mini series with uh Colin Colin in black and white. I think around the same time they got released. Um I don't know if you saw that. Did you see the Colin Kaepernick uh mini series on Netflix? Yeah, I was watching it. I was watching it, the, the mini series. I thought it was very interesting, you know? Yeah, I just got done I watching it. was very interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I just got done watching it. Um yesterday uh but yeah uh so right now let's talk about the heart of they fall this is you know basically coined as a black western flick you know what i'm saying um and there's been a few uh i remember that movie years ago i think it was with uh you know it was a mario van people's movie uh, where it had yes. a, 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 a a notable black cat. I mean, it wasn't all black, but it had people that we that we knew. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, <laughs> even Big Daddy Kane was in that movie. You know what I mean? Oh yes, I remember that movie. I seen that film. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah Big Daddy Kane was in that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll get to to that title in a second. But the harder they fall with Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Regina King, Zazie yeah. Beetz, Delroy Lindo, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, just to name a few. You know what I'm saying? Um, this, yeah, man. this, this, in my opinion, I like the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'm noticing a discussion on the internet. Some people are not happy with the movie at all. I can like something and not like something. So I'm kind of maybe where they're at in certain things. Yeah. They were saying based off the time of the movie and the characters, and even though that it's based off true characters, but the story is kind of made into something in order to bring these characters together. And so a lot of people are saying, Hey, how do you do a movie like this where you don't really talk about slavery around this time? Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing that I appreciate about the movie was they wasn't saying a whole bunch of N words. Thank God, because, you know, that's the stereotype with a lot of black movies. Like they just can't, you know, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be marked with the N word all through the movie. That wasn't the situation here. You know, there was a situation in the movie where one of the white, one of the white guys was going to call one of them, you know, the N word, but that didn't happen. But the one thing it mentioned was, you know, you know, it had the military, uh, in, in, yeah. in the flick and it started um, kind of holding them accountable for a crime that they had uh, committed in the past and this is why you saw that they took out retribution on them to get um, uh, Rufus Buck uh, uh, out of um, 
uh, out of out of uh, being transferred to another prison. Right. Um, that's one part. Another part was where later on in the movie they went to a bank on the white side of town, and how that went. That didn't that didn't go too well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but a lot of people felt like, man, we like the movie, but why did it have to be black people killing each other? Now, the one thing I'm trying to understand is this. I And maybe I'm just somebody who's not catching this right. I think the movie right. more so probably wanted to focus on a story uh, as opposed to focusing on an era. But Zacchaeus, I'm going to let you get your, uh, your opinion on that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. They um they wanted to you see they um some people some people when they when they say based on a true story, they want to see all aspects of the film. Because in this film, it was just yes, it was a it was a western and most black people were yeah, they were shooting shooting up each other, you know. You see um Jonathan Jonathan Major's character, mm-hmm. um, not love. Was shooting, uh, was go, you know, and I, I thought that was group. I thought that was so how he killed his family. That was a little boy. I thought, um, Rufus Buck, um, how Rufus, Rufus Buck killed Rufus, Rufus Buck. Um, shut up his, shut, shut up his fa- That that right there was very iffy and touchy, especially if you have a family. You're like, oh man, you're like, you really feel that in the beginning. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I can see why some black people, some black folks didn't like it because I see it was black people, black on black. But the film it was a storyline. The storyline goes into the western storyline, which it, which which it did have black cowboys in real life. Black cowboys existed, man. Yeah, the Buffalo soldiers. The Buffalo know? soldiers were cowboys. That's history. I guess they expected, I guess they expected to be. Yes, yeah, history. Black, yeah, Buffalo Sword. That's history, man. Black mm-hmm. Cowboys. That's history. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, I guess they expected to be it to be like Django, you know, where they probably, where see probably, they probably did expect it to be like Django. Yeah, we this because remember this is this is taking place in the eighteen hundreds, early. I think it was yeah before the civil the civil war mm-hmm. time, you know, the before the civil war, before the civil war. The, and before 1865, so um, they expected to see a little bit more realistic with the slavery, real realistic with white men um, showing racism against them. But mm-hmm. I guess the story was geared towards um, Rufus mm-hmm. and, and not love, right? And black and not, black townships because you know they were they were black yeah. townships around that time, and you know I I, I um. I yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't I didn't really look at it as a, um, I think this is what people need to understand. Well, not that they need to understand this, but I'm just I'm just giving my perspective, man. Um, A lot of us didn't feel that way when we saw Black Panther, because there was, you know, parts of the movie where they had to deal with uh, tribal conflict, you know. Now, there were a lot of people that said, yo, man, I ain't like the fact that, you know, it was two brothers going at it. And I just want people to understand something. There's no such thing as black on black crime. It's just crime. And people do crime where they live. You know, it didn't promote. It didn't promote, um, in my opinion, gang life and the victories of it. It didn't promote that. 
it didn't. It actually showed you the consequences of it in that era. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't think it did that. I'm not going to defend the movie 100%. I'm just going to say, watch it for yourself, and you get the idea. That's all. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, You know, I, you know, whatever the next flick is going to be, I like action flicks. I do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whether it's, right. Whether, no matter who's in it. You know, I grew up watching uh, martial arts flicks all the time, and I never said that's Chinese on Chinese crime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not once did I say that watching uh, um, the Five Dilly Venoms or the or the five or the or the Chinese Super Ninjas, aka the Five Element Ninjas, or watching um, you know, uh, Thirty Six Chambers. You know, right, I, right. I I never once said, "Yo, man, this is uh Chinese on Chinese crime." You know, yeah, watching Bruce Lee, Chinese Connection, and all that thing. You know, it, it's it's like um, it's an action flick, man. I mean, some some things are not that deep. Now, some things are deep. I get it. Right. Some things are. Some things can't be ignored. Some things have to be shown in a better way. I agree with that. But you know, you don't have to support the movie if you feel that it set us back. I think that's what people are concerned. Does it set us back? I don't. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe there's something that I missed, but I don't think it set us back. I, th- this movie is didn't it didn't it didn't promote stereotypes, did it? Right. I mean, I don't know. Did it, Zachy? Did it promote stereotypes? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. Because if they had a um, all white uh, western ca- uh, western movie, uh, what's it called? John Wayne Good movies for years. Yeah, John Wayne movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, these kind of movies, you know, like way back in the days, they would never say, oh, white and white crime, they would never say that. They would that. never say that, no. So, um, when they say, oh, it's black on black crime, and they, they portray that on TV, it's No, I'd rather, let me tell you something, uh, I'd rather watch this than, uh, than, than uh, Minister's Minister Society. You know mm. what I'm saying? Now, <laughs> now that's different. That that there was stereotypes all in Minister Society. You know what I mean? that movie that came out 1993? I'm just making a point. I'm not saying that that's a bad movie. I'm just saying yeah, if you want to, yeah. I'm just saying if for my people out there, if you want an example of of the glorification of uh, crime, murder, and drugs and gang life into a movie, uh, the Holiday Fall is not the movie you're looking for. You, you're, you're, if anything, you, you want, you, you're thinking of, um, you know, maybe Boys in the Hood. Although Boys in the Hood did have a message, okay, right. But you know, South Central, uh, Minister Society. Right. You know, maybe those are the movies you might be thinking of, but not this one, not this one. Go ahead, Zacchaeus. Anything more specific one, about the movie that you like? But yeah, you know, this this is a film that um. It was supposed to be action packed. It's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a western, but it's just a happen. It's just an all black cast, right? You know, right. and um, you know, the all black cast, and you know, and they were, and what they're trying to portray with this movie is this: they're saying that we have a story to tell too. 
it's not just a, a, a white counterparts, but, but right. black counterparts have a story that have a story a to Western tell as well. Story to tell too. Right. They were yeah. black they were you black know, Right. There were black sheriffs back in the day. There were black, mm-hmm. you know, bankers and all that back in the day. And they tried mm-hmm. to show it and mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe in a sequel they could probably show more of a different story, complete story or whatever it is that people are looking for. And the next one. Now I do understand this conversation. Now people have looked at the uh, the pictures of the people of the past and looked at the actors they had play it. Now some people are saying like, yo, this person was way too light skinned to be this person, or this person was too dark skinned to be that person. I won't right. fight I won't fight I won't fight nobody's opinion on that. I won't. Yeah. Because because uh, I had an issue with Cynthia Revo playing um, Harriet Tubman in the Harriet Tubman movement movie, not because she was from, not because she was Nigerian, but the fact that, right. but the fact that in the past she had said disrespectful things about Black American culture. You don't get right. to do that and play our uh, uh, ancestor like that. You don't get to do that. No right, different. Right, no right. different from me. Right talking crazy about Jamaican culture and then saying I want to play Marcus Garvey or Bob Marley. Can't do yeah. that. So Jamaican yeah. I I'm 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 just giving an example. If yeah. if there was a brother out there who disrespected South Africans and then wanted to play uh um Nelson Mandela, they wouldn't go for that. And I don't know how many people was okay with Idris Elba playing Nelson Mandela. He did. He did. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Ma- yes. Maybe some people had a problem with that. I thought he did a good job. And before that, Morgan Freeman played Mandela, and he not African. But you know, I'm just saying. Right. Right. My thing is, if you disrespect the culture, you shouldn't be allowed to now play a biopic of someone in that culture. You shouldn't be allowed mm. to do that. And and, mm. and and nah, I got a problem with. With, with with brothers and sisters from Africa disrespecting black people over here and then now I want to play our characters. If you fall in that circle, I have an issue with that. Idris is from Africa. Hmm. But I but I've never heard I've never seen Idris say stuff about, yeah, you know, I, you black people here, y'all, 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 I don't know about y'all, man. I don't. I ain't never heard Idris do that. If he has, mm. I, I would like somebody to help me out and send that info to me. But as far as right. I'm concerned, Idris has been very respectful of black mm-hmm. culture in America. I mean, he been he been living in this country for years. He been dating black. I think the woman yeah, he's with he? the woman that he's with right now is a black American. His wife, mm. I think. I don't think she's from uh, the Congo or Ghana or wherever he's from. Sierra Leone, right. uh, you know originally and then Ivory you know, Coast. <laughs> and, and then grew up and then you know and then lived and then grew up in, in England. You know, I, I know the story about Idris, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think Idris is with uh right now a black woman whose lineage uh mm-hmm. connects to the uh, uh uh descendants of slaves in America. Right. I mean he at least has that respect. You know, and then before that he did a K Michelle that that's another conversation. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I I like to see more Western. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing more of this, honestly. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. 
I wouldn't mind. Just, yeah, I wouldn't mind. You know, I always say that um, you see, back then, even when I was growing up, back then they never used to play um, folk all class um, black country country western. You know, yeah, country western. But um, I guess too, in a way, I oh. am. They, 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 they tell the story. The, right? Mar- the Mario Van Peebles movie was called Posse. Oh yes, I remember Posse. Yes, yeah. I seen that movie. Big Daddy Kane. Few other few other headliners on that. Yeah, Stephen Baldwin. Uh, yes. Sally Richardson with Sally Richardson. Sally Richardson yeah. Uh, Blair yeah. Underwood, Melvin, his father, Pam Grier, mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiny Lester. You know, remember, yeah. So yeah. you know, it was it was it was a mixed cast, but mostly black that we can name. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. that was a western. That That's was a western, western. Yeah. 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 That was a western, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I so, yeah. I so mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Like I said, as long as it doesn't make us look ignorant and coonish, I, I don't. I don't like that. If it does that, I don't like it. But you know, I I, I have no issue. Right. Anyway, go ahead. I feel like I'm. I don't want to be repeating myself. But go ahead, Zacchaeus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this film portrayed um had a lot of action in it, and it portray- and it was a good storyline. Right. But all, but but you know, it just it just portrayed a western. Yeah. Meaning that people can just if you want to watch it, you can watch it. But um, mm-hmm. sometimes when people write films, they don't think about the event everywhere. They just think about they just focus on the storyline. Yes. You know, um um one time well, I think I, I I written a book like that where I just I focus on the char- main characters mm-hmm. but I also um painted a picture of the, um the realistic realistic um areas. You know so sometimes if the story can be fictional but yet you put um Areas that really exist, mm-hmm. like what I put in my book. Areas that really exist, and um, right. you know, but some, but, but but people have to understand when somebody writes a story, mm-hmm. it usually fixates on the main plot of the story, meaning right. that they it ain't going, it did didn't have it ain't going to slavery, it ain't going to right, um, you know, uh, what you call it, Jim Crow, uh, Jim Crow, right. No, it ain't going to Jim Crow. It ain't going to the cooks. It ain't, it ain't going to Mm-mm. a lot of things, you know. Oh. It's just the main particular story. And um, I mean, we do have movies for that. I mean, you know, uh, if we're talking that era, Jim Crow, or at least close to that era, then you know, we have movies like uh, the Deacons, the Deacons of Defense, the movie about the Deacons of Defense, uh, right. how they, how they took on the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, that yeah. something like that was not going to be in the Heart of the Fall. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, yeah. and I get it, you know, sometimes, you know, we're so connected to black pain that when we see right. movies that involve us of a certain time period, we automatically say, whoa, you're missing something. Right, right. Yeah, because we're trained. But I want people to be very careful what they ask for because Will Smith does have a movie in the works where he plays a, a, a freed slave or a runaway slave or whatever the heck he's doing. And Lord, please don't let that look like 12 years a slave. But if it does, black people, just be prepared to be upset about that movie, too. Man, 12 years a slave. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, if this if this movie 
ends up looking like 12 Years a Slave, this Will Smith movie, then that's just going to be, I just want black people to prepare themselves. Because there's definitely a difference between 12 Years a Slave and Birth of a Nation, Nat Turner. Right. Definitely a difference between them two. You know what I'm saying? Big time. And then Django, I mean, Django was just a, was just a, 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 a minstrel of things in that movie because, I mean, there was some things that made sense and some things that didn't make sense at all. And that was a Tarantino flick, man. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway, I from an acting standpoint, uh, I felt like um, uh, Jonathan Majors and Idris and Regina, you know, they did a good job. Um, uh, I think Dion Cole, Dion Cole did a really good job of his character. I didn't, I didn't even know he was in the movie. Right, uh, right. You know, he was the sheriff. He did a really good job in the movie because if anybody knows anything about Dion Cole, he's naturally a comedian. And yes, for years he's been on Blackish, but the character that he played, he had more of a commanding role and a commanding character in this movie. And it really forced Dion to act. Like Dion had to really act. Wow. You know what I mean? And I also thought the brother Lakeith Stanfield, he did a good job. He's a good actor. He, you know, he's he's very talented. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised at all. You know, mm. uh, Jonathan Majors, another talented guy. Uh, you're going to see a lot more from him. He has, he has big plans uh, for his career, you know. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. I wonder something, man. If Chadwick Boseman was still here today, you think he would have been casted for that film? I think I think Chad, I think so. I think Chadwick Boseman um He would have did a great job too. Yeah, you know, I thought I he he's gone too soon, you know, and um he still has to he still was in the works. Yeah. Yeah, technical difficulty, but we back. Um yeah, so yeah, man. Like I said, the movie, go watch it. Um, now we was also oh, before we move on to the Colin uh series, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Right. Um. No, this film. This film is uh, no. Basically, this film is, was. I, I I gave it um three and a half stars. Okay. And it was it was good. It was definitely a good watch. You know, three and a yeah. half. Three and a half out of five. Right. Out of five, yeah. Okay, just make just want to let people know what you mean by that. All right, I probably give it the same rating. Um, but yeah, so let's move on. Another Netflix thing, uh, recently in, the, in this uh month, um, Colin in black and white. Now, more up to a modern time. Um, this is probably the first time in years that we've heard directly from Colin as far as his perspective and his upbringing and how he feels now, but he didn't talk about kneeling at all in the series. Uh, he didn't really touch on that like that. He just talked about the NFL. He talked about how he grew up, you know, with his adopted parents and just how he was treated. And you get to see kind of a little look into his life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before yeah. before college, mm-hmm. what was your takeaway of the film? He narrated the uh, he narrated the series. Um, pretty much every episode There's a narration spots where he gets to talk and everything. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the uh, about the show overall, man? What, what, what's your takeaway from it? 
I like the film the fact that he go into his life. He goes into his life and he and he just facing different scenarios in his life, different um, experiences and um, and what he faces as a youth. That's what kind of captivated me with the film. This is kind of captivating talking about his youth, his youthful um, days, experience. You know, um, yeah. And it's a it's a series. I mean, these series is something that you can watch and it's not gonna hurt your head. not gonna hurt your head, but it's good. You know, it's not too complicated, but it's um, Colin Kaepernick did a Colin Kaepernick um, did a great great job with this one. You know, mm-hmm. I think so, and I think he narrated. Kind of remind me of the um, his narration. Kind of remind me of um, the the Wonder Years. You know, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cause, yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, cause the way how he, the way how he narrates the whole throughout the whole series is is cool, you know. Yeah, it's throughout the whole series, so more make it makes you connect with him. Yeah, because he goes through his life, he go through life experience. It wasn't always easy, you know, for him, but he went through it, you know. And this is something that's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and if you want to go watch, you could go watch it too. Yeah. yeah, very yeah, man. So you know, we see what uh, Colin has been through. Uh, you know, I, I honestly think that his return to the NFL at this point is pointless. And I know he did a tryout uh, about a year. I think about a year ago, maybe a year, two years ago. Yeah. I think it was before COVID. Uh, he was supposed to do a tryout, right? Yeah, he tried out. He he did a little try. He did like a little workout. Uh at a high school somewhere uh South Atlanta. And really, oh. yeah, and that, you remember there was footage of that, you know what I'm saying? He was basically showing how, you know, how good of shape he's kept himself in, uh how good his arm strength still is to this day and stuff like that. And so right. we last seen him, you know, before this documentary, uh documentary biopic type of uh series. Uh we right. we, we that's we we last seen him with that tryout. You know what I'm saying? Now, mm-hmm. uh, well, workout. I don't want to call it a tryout. I'll just call it a workout. And so, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that happened, right? Now, so yeah. now we have this. We're able to kind of uh, get get a um, a light on just basically what he kind of is thinking about currently. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't so much of that. I, like I said, it mostly just kind of t- uh, told his life. Um, and how he didn't realize how black he was. Like he didn't realize like, you know, why am I getting this treatment? Why am I getting, you know, why am I being treated like this? Why am I being treated like that? And it showed the level of discrimination that he went through, even though he didn't know what was going on, having white parents and how Mm -hmm. these white parents that adopted him didn't teach him nothing. Hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They didn't Hmm. teach him nothing as far as from a social standpoint. You know, now right. he was talented to, to be how he was in athletics. And I, it was very interesting where they focused yeah. on the fact that when he was playing baseball and he braided his hair because he wanted to look like Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? And how when they told him to get rid of his braids, that, you yeah. know, his mother said, you know, you need to get rid of it. She was like, why? Because you look like a thug. <laughs> and, he yeah. was, and he was like, what's a thug? And I, I noticed throughout the show, there were moments where Colin was able to tell some history. Remember right. that? I thought those were pretty good. 
where they mm. talked about how the black baseball player, they wanted to give him a deal, but they said that he had to pass his white. Remember that? Yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he told he told some things I never knew. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I oh, like yes. how he I like how he gave uh reference to uh to a lot of great black men and women. You know, that man talked about um um I think he mentioned Fannie Lou Hamer. He mentioned oh, Fannie uh, Lou Hamer. He mentioned yeah. Huey, Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale. Uh, Steve Biko, uh, yeah. Stokely Carmichael, mm-hmm. you know, he mentioned, yeah. you know, he mentioned some people when he was talking about, Hey, well, you know, uh, black people also are this black people, you know, it's not just what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? You know, what about these right, type of, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, the whole flick, man, he had his Afro, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> no, nah, that was yeah. dope. That was dope because that, that, that's a, that's a, uh, 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 this is how we are able, you know, he's he's identified by his hair as well. He is, you know, um, you know, very bold statement. You know, what I mean, I appreciate his contribution to what he was able to say in, in that uh, in that documentary. Yeah. I mean, in that uh, mm-hmm. miniseries, um, I would have liked a chapter two of that. And hopefully this does happen. I would like to tell more of his story up until this point. I would love yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, series, the, the series still continues. So um, it's, it's a must watch. Yeah. The film is a, the series is a must watch. And I, and I, and I enjoy some aspects of the film too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, would, I, would, I know it talked about his early life, but I would like um, like a chapter two of that. To tell more of his life coming into college into the pros because I want to know right. what I want to know what goes through Colin's mind when he gets older when he starts to obtain more knowledge of self because that movie right. did not show that series didn't show he didn't have knowledge of self like that back when he was growing up no, but, he, he, but no. he got it somehow and I would like to see how he obtained that I would like to see who taught him did he teach himself what events took place that made him say, you know what? I'm going to dig into my history. What what in police brutality did he see that make him say, you know what? No, nah, this ain't right. You know what I mean? I'm curious. And I thought this series was going to go that far. Honestly. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. What made him curious See, it was a what he's the footage of police, the news and footage of police brutality right. that he sees, right. the others, the others experience, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and he got to say, listen, getting tired of it. They're not gonna come and push us around and bully us, cause um, all because we got a little change in our pocket, you know. We got, you know, not, it's not gonna not gonna go down that way, you know. Right, but that well, I but I definitely know why um, Colin Kaepernick decided to to take you know Colin Kaepernick decided to put out a series, you know, and um, and I and I applaud him for that too. I mean, because that's something different. Here's it. Here's it. You got a brother that um, you know, got booted out the NFL, trying to make a comeback and realize he. Turn this negative into positive and put out, and put out something like this, mm-hmm. a film, a mini series, right? 
Yeah, very interesting, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, um, we shall see what's next for uh for any future storytellings of Colin. Uh, maybe this is maybe you know what I realized something. This could be a prequel to a movie because I thought I heard that they were doing a movie on Colin. And maybe this is not what it was. This was like kind of like a preview to it. Maybe there will oh. be a further story about Colin and, and stuff like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of right. people got mad at him because of when, in the first episode, he attributed the uh, how how NFL um uh basically look at the um what do they call that? They do like the little workouts before the draft day. Right. The combine, that's what it is, the NFL combine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they basically check how fast you run, how your build is, how you run, how hard you hit. And I noticed that he showed, he metaphorically tied that to the auction block for slavery. Wow. You yeah. know, you noticed that, right? So a lot of people got very angry at that. Mm. You know, I didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, under, I understand what he's trying to tell. But people on the other side had an issue with yeah. that. They was like, yo, you kneeled and all that. And, and you know, people, you know how people were all about Colin. Oh, you kneeled. You a crybaby. You this, that, and the third. And now you want to talk about you tried to get back into the NFL. And now you want to talk about how the combine was like slavery. You know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know they, 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 they can't take that. Right, 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 right. See? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, man, Colin Kaepernick is the one of a kind, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. To put out a miniseries, I'm still watching the miniseries. Mm. Still watching it, and I think it's a, and I think it's a pretty good series. Two episodes, at least two episodes. I watched. I think it's very good. You know. Oh, okay. Something. Dang, I didn't realize yeah. you only saw two episodes. All right, my bad. I I didn't talked about the whole. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. You'll 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 be able to see what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That good man, that good, yeah, man. Right, man. Anything else you want to talk about before we head up out of here? Head up out of here. Oh man, watch. So, so watch. How did they fall? Yeah, you know, you know when I see when I, real quickly when I seen that film, I thought it was. I said, wait a minute, why are they back? You know, for the nineteen seventy film, the harder they come with um Jimmy Cliff. <laughs> okay, well, hey, speak speak more about that because I don't know nothing about that movie. Go ahead. Well, Jimmy. Well, that was Jamaica. One of Jamaica's biggest films ever. Nineteen. I think the kid, the harder they fall came out nineteen seventy three. Mm-hmm. The harder they fall, Jamaica's biggest film in nineteen seventy three. Um, Jimmy Cliff was a um, was he was an artist, artist in his own right. You know, he's the one that's saying, "I can see clearly now the rain is gone." You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, but um. He was an artist that in the film he was an artist. He portrayed him being an artist too, but he got into crime. Oh Lord, technical difficulties. Um, I'm sorry, Zacchaeus. Uh, go back into what he was saying about the harder they come. Yeah, you know, just Jimmy Cliss was the star in that film, the 1973 film. All right, we're gonna end it right here. Uh, due to technical difficulties, I'm not gonna put the audience through this any longer. Uh, this is what happens when you try, <laughs> when you try to put art out there, man. Things just happen, man. You know, make sure you got your budget right on your equipment, man. Don't 
You know, make sure, make sure you got everything going right, man. Uh, shout outs to those who podcast and are able to maintain this as long as we have or longer, you know. So you can highlight Zach Kiss on uh, Zach Kiss B73 on uh, on uh, Instagram, um, on Twitter, uh, Wayne Backus 2, uh, on Facebook, Zach Kiss. Uh, highlight me at the fifth general on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. See y'all next time on episode of Mrs. Z and fifth peace.